Forte Catholic Radio. This is your host, Taylor Schroll, recording in the Red Sea Radio Studios on this 103-degree day. What the heck, man? I saw this joke on Facebook the other day, and it said, God, whatever you're baking outside, I think it's done. <laughs> it's, it's been very, very hot these last few days. I played basketball last night. Sam, it was inside, inside a basketball gym. The AC was on for two hours. And after those two hours, it was still 88 degrees inside the basketball gym. That's terrible. Literally terrible. It was, it was real bad. I couldn't breathe at times. (laughs) I was just, I I would just like stop and I was just like, okay, I'd get a, there was a one play that I blocked a guy, got Uh the ball. Threw the ball to somebody. I'm just like, you know, I'm just going to stay here. Like, I just did my good play. I'm not going to go play offense. I'm just <laughs> exhausted. It was it was pretty rough. So, but despite the heat, mm-hmm. despite me almost dying last night while playing basketball. Right. We have a great show for you here today. It is, at long last, the crossover episode with everyday Catholics. We have done crossover episodes before, but never one with people who record in this studio. <laughs> so, <laughs> it's actually kind of weird. Like me and Father Ryan and Alyssa Trutter, the two hosts of that show, have been friends for over two years. We've been recording this show. I've been recording this show for almost two years. They've been recording theirs for four and a half. And we just, you know, never decided to... <laughs> To get together and do this thing. It took crossovers with other people to get this one to happen. So, Sam, we talked about superheroes last week. um, And I want to ask you a question. Because essentially, when we do these crossovers, I always ask people what superhero they are. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, like there's like the Arrow and the Flash crossovers. And then there's the crossover movie events. And all these things where like all these different heroes come together and fight together, do things together, have movies together, whatever. Right. So here's what I want to ask you. And I'm going to take one answer, the answer that everybody knows that you would say out of your bag. You cannot pick <laughs> Spider-Man because, because. What if I'm like him, though? This is for takeout. You, you, you are like him. Okay. In uh, one of a thousand ways. But uh, <laughs> I, I'm the hero of Forte Catholic. Okay. You're the sidekick. Okay. So so what kind of sidekick hero hero would you like to be? How many sidekicks are there? What would you can Robin? That's literally the only one I know. R- Robin? <laughs> the other so Robin? I'll I'll be Robin. <laughs> You'll be Robin. All right. I'm Batman. Okay. So we we've we've got that out of the way. For this crossover, usually I'm the green arrow, which if we're being fair, is just a Batman that puts arrows through people's hearts. I'm- so does that mean I'm uh what's her what's the girl's name? I literally think this might be us. If you're Green Arrow, then I'm the blonde chick. Felicity Smoke? Yeah. The girl I named my daughter after? Yeah. I got blonde in my hair. She does techie things. I do techie things. Techie things? Well, well, hopefully not too techie. (laughs) You are fairly techie with the techie things that you do on this show, with the sound effects and stuff. We we talked about this last week. That's true. Episode 92. You can always find past episodes on the podcast, ForteCatholic.com, or just search F-O-R-T-E Catholic in whatever podcasting service you are listening to and never miss a minute 
of me and Sam poking fun at each other. It's fantastic. So if you've never joined us here in Forte Catholic, you have been missing out. I absolutely promise you that. <laughs> here at Forte Catholic, we're all about making Catholicism fun again. There's a, there's a fairly well-known world leader that uh, had a similar slogan, and I stole it from him. Um, speaking of that world leader, uh, this is kind of inside Forte Catholic news. Sam, you know J.P. Quinn. Yes, yes. Uh, listeners of the show will know J.P. Quinn. He has prank, prank called the show a few times. Mm-hmm. He's been a guest a couple times. He yelled at me a few weeks ago because I said that the first ever um, Forte 5, Not By Me, was when Josh Calhoun was on a few weeks ago. And apparently J.P. did one uh, about nine months ago. So apparently I lied on the show, but I'll never admit it. I'm always right. So uh, mm-hmm. I called J.P. yesterday out of the blue. I'll give you... Did you happen to see where he was in the last day on Facebook or anything? I think so. Okay. I'll give you... What's your guess on where JP was yesterday? Wasn't he in D.C.? He he was. Um, Any idea who he was sitting with yesterday? Was he sitting with Trump? He he was in a room with Donald Trump. Mm -hmm. There was a room of 50 people. So... Uh, yeah, he's, he sets up toy planes and they set up a toy plane <laughs> on the lawn. It's okay. It's a fighter jet, but whatever. Um, he, he set him up on the lawn and he, I, while I call him, I call this guy and he's like sitting next to Ben Carson and Sarah can be Sanders. And I'm like, why are you talking to me on the phone? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe so you can share in that moment with him. Yeah, he did. So I'm going to say it right now on, uh, on live radio. I'm pretty sure he broke the law because, okay. Maybe you shouldn't say uh, that. Un- un- unwillingly. Unwillingly. Okay. So you, he can't, I asked him to send a video and he couldn't send a video because that's illegal. They said that you can't send a video. Or I don't know if it's illegal, but it was against the rules. Okay. So okay. He, he later sent me a picture, but you know how iPhones have like live photos? Right. Essentially, he sent me like a one second long video because it's a live photo. <laughs> Whoa, that is breaking the rules. J- JP needs to go to confession and jail. Oh, not jail. <laughs> Hopefully not jail. We love you, JP. Okay. So- I will be a character witness for you, though, JP. I got you. <laughs> uh, uh, all right. Okay. So... What were we talking about? Oh, yes. Making Catholicism fun again. All about bringing the joy back to the Catholic faith, uh, living out the joy of the gospel, and also getting our friends arrested. That's what we're all about here at Forte Catholic. (laughs) Okay. So, speaking of fun, we're going to have some fun today. I thought you were going to say speaking of jail. Speaking of jail. I just got out last week. (laughs) Oh, gosh. So, speaking of fun, we're going to have some fun today with Everyday Catholics. I re-listened to, we, we recorded this like a month ago. I re-listened to some of it today just to kind of get a feel for, I forgot what we did because I forget everything that I say on the air. And it's a lot of fun. We have an absolute blast. You're going to like that. That is in our second segment. In this first segment, and probably in the third as well, I'm going to take you through um, this segment we call Mass Text. What we do is we take the, is we take the reading from this last week and we, we share it with you, and for those of you who, uh, like most Catholics, probably got a boring homily out of it, um, we're going to try to liven it up, try to uh, add some spice to it, like that uh, girls singing group in the 90s. And mm-hmm. you, Are you a Spice Girls fan? Um, I wasn't really allowed to like them. What does that mean? Like, <laughs> like I wanted like a Barbie doll, like a, the Spice Girls, and I wasn't allowed. You muted me. 
You muted me. I did. I did. <laughs> that mute was you. that was the wrong I button. I pushed the wrong mute button. It's fantastic. <laughs> it's fine. Um, I wasn't allowed to have like the the Spice Girl dolls or really watch like the movie or listen to their music. If you want to be my sandwich, you got to be ham and cheese. Mustard is too nasty. Pass the mayo, please. Yeah, mustard is nasty. It is nasty, isn't it? Yeah, it's disgusting. <laughs> Hashtag no mustard. Okay. Sam, are you ready to play this uh, intro for our Mass Tech segment? Yes. All right. Three, two, and one. Welcome to Mass Text, the segment where we go through the readings from today's Mass in case you couldn't make Mass today. Or you are in Mass but found yourself daydreaming, telling your children to quiet down or snoring quite loudly with people looking at you with their judging eyes. Through the scriptures, God sent the first Mass Text to all of his people so that he could share his love and wisdom with us. Sit back and relax as we dive into God's message to us today. Oh, yes. What a tremendous intro. We just love that so much. Sit back, relax. We're going to talk about this last week's reading and also inevitably go beyond the story and find out some things that I was looking through to kind of get the whole story. All right. So for those of you that weren't paying attention to Mass, which is 98% of Catholics, Mark chapter 6 says the apostle the apostles gathered together with Jesus and reported all they had done and taught he said to them by the way that was what would have been a very long meeting <laughs> Jesus said the apostles away they reported all that they had done and taught now Sam and I worked together I, when we meet like I get an overview of the things that you've done and what you're going mm-hmm. to do you don't report to me all the things that you've done and taught that would take forever it's true it would take a long time. I'm also pretty narrative, though, so I probably tell you details that you don't really need to know. That is absolutely true. So Jesus <laughs> said to them, come away by yourselves to a deserted place and rest a while. Keep keep on to that, uh, on that, that line there, because it's going to be a running theme as we go through here. People were coming in great numbers, and they had no opportunity even to eat. So Jesus wanted them to take a rest, and people just kept bombarding them. Sam, do you have any idea what that's like? Yes. Right then in that moment, I was I was trying to get some peace. And then you said, Sam, I think that means you think I wasn't paying attention. That's normally what that, that well, means. Um, you know what they say. If you want to find <laughs> peace, listen to Forte Catholic. All right. So <laughs> people were coming and going in great numbers, and they had no opportunity even to eat. So like absolutely stressed out, trying to, trying to go rest a while, and they didn't even have time to eat, which anyone in their job probably knows what that's like every now and then. So they went off in the boat by themselves to a deserted place, but people saw them leaving and many came to know about it. They hastened there on foot from all the towns and arrived at the place before them. So essentially what this is, I want you to picture a lake. Sam, do you know what a lake is? Yes. Okay. So most of them are circular, if not exact circles. They're circular in shape. So uh, do you disagree? I I didn't know that. (laughs) You didn't know that lakes were circles well i mean they have to be i didn't know they were like almost perfect circles or i, I didn't know that was i don't know i no, it's fine it's fine <laughs> i didn't know the purpose i literally said the opposite okay so uh <laughs> so p- 
picture a lake, Sam, whatever shape you want this lake to be. Okay. Okay. We're on one side. We're, right. we're with Jesus and the apostles. There's okay. a large group. They try to get some, some quiet time. The crowd is there. So Jesus is like, you know what? Forget this. <laughs> we're, we're going, I want you to get in the boat and go to the other side of the lake to get away from these people. Okay. They get in the boat. They go to the other side. But this boat must, like, we all know the apostles were terrible fishermen. They must also have been very slow at rowing. Because by the time they get to the other side of the lake, this group of people that were following Jesus has migrated on land around the lake and got to the place where they were going to land before they even did. So not only did it take a lot of time for the boat to get across there, they were very obvious with their, where they were going. No misdirection whatsoever. <laughs> How do you get to somewhere? But like they didn't even know where they're going. How? Do, anyway, it's just it's this whole ordeal. So when he disembarked, which by the way, I finally learned what that word meant. I, I'm in this men's Bible study where we talked about this. this. Is where a lot of today's content's going to come from. Was uh, five guys sitting at lunch, laughing, <laughs> reading the gospel because. I, there's there's so much joy and happiness to be found in this gospel and i bet most of us on sunday were just like uh, the gospel of the lord praise to you lord jesus christ you probably didn't read it the way that i did so I, i'm just trying to help you out I, I want you to make thoughts and fun again in your own life you're welcome and that's I'm, what you're saying it, and i just want to help and it's, <laughs> it's all going to be because of me okay so <laughs> uh when he disembarked which means getting out of a boat i had no idea that's what that meant okay did you know that well, I figured that's what it meant. You figured that's what it meant? To get out of a boat? But yeah. But you don't know what shape lakes are? <laughs> well, then I just imagined the shape of a lake. I don't know. Are they rectangles? What, well, no, okay. I don't think How, how would you describe the shape of most lakes? In my mind, it was like oval. That's circular. Like but then like, but like a circle. wavy. I, I mean, lakes have waves. Well, no, no. <laughs> I meant the like the banks are like wavy and like random. It was more like random. I've never thought about it before. Here's what we're gonna do. <laughs> oh no. We're going to look up. I want here, actually pull this up. I want you to pull up uh like pictures of the most famous lakes and we're gonna see okay. what most lakes are shaped like. Okay. Okay. So his heart uh, Jesus disembarked, saw the vast crowd, and his heart was moved with pity for them. For they were like sheep without a shepherd, and he began began to teach them many things. And like, if you were listening a few weeks ago, we just did a whole segment about the feeding of the five thousand. But that's what happens next. So I'm not going to go completely into that, but I want you to get a feel for the story because we're going to go through this a little bit in these last couple minutes of this segment. Then we're going to take a break, talk to the everyday Catholics people, and then come back and finish up this topic. But. Okay, so he does he does the feeding of the five thousand, and just some just to recap some important lines in this: <clears throat> Are we to buy for uh, two hundred days' wages worth of food and give it to them? And he asks, "How many loaves do you have? Go and see." So they come back with the loaves. Okay. So the other line, Sam, I don't know if you've ever noticed this before. In the middle <laughs> of the feeding of the five thousand story, Jesus said, uh, "The they're the." Jesus gave orders to have them sit down in groups on the green grass. The people took their places in rows by hundreds and by fifties. That's one of the oddest things I've ever pictured in the Bible. Jesus is just like, sit down. And everybody, the 5,000 people looking there 
just looked at it and said, okay. okay. <laughs> they just sat themselves in rows of 150. Do you think that's how they sat at like dinner? At, at dinner with 5,000 people? Well, but, I mean, not with 5,000, <laughs> but like their family and they sit in rows. So they just kind of did the natural thing was to sit in rows. Yeah, but a family's not 50 people either. Like it's a family's probably five to 10, right? Maybe they're like, I like these 50 and not the rest. So we're going to make our own. Okay, here's what I imagine. It's like it's like being a non-Catholic and going to mass. What? You you just you don't know what's going to what the group is going to do. You just do what everybody else is doing, right? Oh, okay. I, I don't see. know when to sit, stand, and kneel. I'll tell my I tell one of my Methodist friends when he comes to mass with me because he does a few times a year. I don't know when to sit, stand, or kneel. I'm like literally just do what everybody else is doing. Half the people in this mass are asleep anyway, so you're not going to be the last person that stands <laughs> up. <laughs> you're awake because you're like, oh, this is intriguing. I've never seen anything like this before. Um, but I guess that's what happened is that they're just standing there like, oh, okay, everybody else sit in rows. I'm just going to sit in rows too. And it also finally gives us an answer. It's been there the whole time. We just never saw it of how they counted this people, uh, how they counted and knew it was 5,000 people. The apostles just look like, oh, okay, there's rows of hundreds and there's rows of fifties. Uh, we, we did it. <laughs> we did it. There's 5,000 exactly. Okay. <clears throat> So uh, whenever we come back, I promise we're not done with this story. We're going to go behind the scenes a little bit, take the next step in the story to see, does Jesus finally get some rest? Do the apostles learn their lesson? We all know that's probably, that's just probably no. So we will be right back to talk with Father Ryan Alyssa of Everyday Catholics. Then we're going to jump back into this story. We'll be right back. We interrupt this broadcast to bring you a message from Definitely Not Taylor. If you are listening to this show, you should totally rate it and subscribe to it on iTunes. To rate it, go to the iTunes Podcasts app on your phone, search for Tay Catholic, scroll down to Review, give five stars, write that you like the show, and then move on with your day. Enjoy the rest of the show. Welcome back to Forte Catholic. It's your host, Taylor Schroll. We are joined in studio, something that is rare, and also joined by two people at a time which is also very rare. This is something that has been lo- a long time coming. I've been recording in the studio for almost two years now, and the, the two people who host Everyday Catholics have also been hosting this, this show in this studio for a very long time as well. And we just were all friends and have never decided to do our crossover event. We're finally doing it. Alyssa Trudder and Father Ryan Higdon, the co-hosts, of Everyday Catholics right here on Red Sea Radio and on all your favorite podcasting services are here in the studio. Alyssa, you're first. How are you today? I'm good. That was a good intro. That was a lot of fun. <laughs> it's like we should just record that clip and we'll have you like amp everything up 
forever. We'll just play that intro. I'm I'm all excited now. Yeah, for all those introverted hearts, they're gonna just go running and hear it from us. You know, like they're like, wait a minute, everyday Catholics is so chill. Like, what, what is going on? Like introverts never run from Taylor. Ever. No, <laughs> I literally start every single one of my shows by yelling. Segment one starts right. with me yelling, and like the birds fly out of the tree next to us, and there are college students poking their head in. Father Ryan often sticks his head in while I'm recording. He's like, what are you doing? It's I feel so like loud. you could probably See, count like, on both your hands the things that you don't start with yelling Taylor uh, <laughs> <laughs> that was my first thought I was like Taylor start you were yelling today Taylor and I worked together a little smaller at a blaze and yeah the one of the first things that you said to me today was you came in and you were yelling at us for being too loud and then he proceeded to give us an example he's like it was so loud <laughs> I was like what is happening right I, I now I saw Alyssa's face like oh my Jesus what is going on that right was now? the introvert running face yeah I just didn't move but that was what I was thinking <laughs> anyway Father so. Ryan introduce yourself who are you and why are you I, here I, why do you Good exist question. tell me tell me tell me all the things no i'm uh, obviously father ryan and right now i am uh i'm a priest here at saint mary's and catholic center in college station i've been there for three years before that i was in in brian at saint joseph's mm-hmm. and now i am at saint louis in waco so just Will be. I'm very Will sorry. Be. I'm very, yeah. very sorry. <laughs> Why? For the people uh, in Waco or uh, for me? Like I just... I, I'm not going to say because I know that there are people listening in Waco and here in Brian Hi, Waco. We're all very sad. Oh. No matter what. No one's ever happy listening to the show. Everyone is sad. So, <laughs> everyone is sad. so I think you said it. Y'all have been doing the show for how long? Well, we were trying to figure it out. When you were doing that intro, he and I were kind of like holding up dinner. Four and a half, four, four years. Something and it's, like that. You know, that's really a disservice because it's really we've gone to so many iterations on the everyday Catholics we've we've reinvented the show so many times but in its current iteration it's about two years old (laughs) right but we've been recording something called everyday Catholics about about four four and a half four and a half years yeah yeah and it started out solely as a radio show and we recorded it live did we start in the evening we we started live at three o'clock on Fridays Fridays. yeah and it was an (laughs) hour show and we had all these different segments the hour that Jesus died so it must have been (laughs) very solid most of the time that was fine except on Good Friday yeah we were it was I remember the first the time first we did that, time. we were like, so we should change the what time do we of the show. <laughs> it was, it was so somber. Like, I had been that morning over at St. Anthony's doing the outdoor live stations procession right, yeah. and then come over here. And yeah, it's just a very heavy day. Like, the, the day Jesus died, the hour Jesus died. And here we are trying to. Yeah. And our, and, our previous, and, our, and our previous shows were like a little bit more like yours, Taylor. A little more like out there and just like we did all kinds of we one clips. Of clips. And, and then did, you got yeah. tired. <laughs> Why we, don't we just streamlined well, it? Well, yeah, we streamlined yeah. it. We got old and, you we know, there's still a lot of joy in our show, but mm-hmm. it's just like we, we, you know, it's just, it's turned down a little bit. It's more coffee house. So that's more us. Too. Yeah. Be honest. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a big fan of the show. Yeah. Uh, I, I, Thank I, you. I enjoy it. I have listened to, um, Ever since I moved here, I started listening uh-huh. on the on the podcast, and I've only skipped. I looked in preparation for the show. Yeah, purposely skipped one. <laughs> uh, or right. two camping. Uh, 
part two of he camping. He told me that Cur- the other day. He's like, that's he the, the only one, one I've he's ever. He's like, you know what? I can't do another yeah. half. Which I'm proud of, of you for listening to the first half because yeah. Taylor does not camp. I did. So I do not camp. No. I, I, I despise camping. No. I, I don't like outside. Outdoors. I think that God gave us all Heat. brains. Those brains some at some point invented <laughs> air conditioning and shelter and we should um, He's we like, should like, like dishonoring your ancestors by going outside. It's an insult. They work real hard. To bring us indoors, people. What are you doing? But yeah, so you didn't listen to the second part of that. I did not. I did we, listen we to all you. of the first one. I we did listen you. to all the first one. And here's here's kind of a running theme with your show, Everyday <laughs> Catholics. Alyssa, knowing me and knowing that I listen, uh, she often, she does not agree with me, but she tends to like play devil's advocate on the show and like kind of like- Or salt- just give you the head nod. Like it's, you know, I know. Yeah. It's like Father Ryan's like going off, camping's the best. It's great. It's amazing. Everybody <laughs> should do it. And Alyssa's like, some people would say that they like staying inside in air conditioning. I'm like, Alyssa, though, some people are me. Thank you for defending me. I appreciate it. And it is. That's my little head nod to Taylor Schroll. I didn't tell Father it Ryan. It could be ridiculous. It could be ridiculous. But we're just going to nod in that direction. No, for I those totally of you agree with Father Ryan. But I know that not everybody does agree with us on camping. So I'm going to throw the, like, you know. This is a shout out to you people that yeah. prefer the indoors. I think it should be said. Our show is very simple. It's we very, very simple premise that we we take everyday things and we try to talk about how Christ is present in those everyday mm-hmm. things. And so we just randomly like throw darts at a board and talk about a topic. So kind of pretty that's, much. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty much it. That's what our brainstorming looks like. We'll just sit there <laughs> and then he'll say something like Pop-Tarts. I'm like, really? I don't know about Pop-Tarts. But the idea is it's kind of an exercise. Like, how can we talk about Christ? How can Christ created all things? And so like, uh-huh. how can we find Christ in that? And then, and then sometimes Christ created Pop-Tarts. Yeah, well, he did. <laughs> we actually, know? it's funny because I said Pop-Tarts. We haven't done a show on breakfast foods, which surprises oh, dude, me. We could totally do No, we've been, we, uh, we've recorded a lot recently on food. We need to stray yeah. away from the food. <laughs> They're not out yet, but I there's multiple. I need to stray away from the food. <laughs> We all have our struggles. Gluttony. I need a diet action. Poor people of St. St. Louis are going to like, this is a large breeze rolling in here. <laughs> rolling. I like that. I yes. like that image a lot. You rolling in like, rolling the, in. like the girl in Willy Wonka. Like a blueberry. <laughs> well, I always imagine... The, uh, what is it? Uh, Huck or Hook? The the Peter Pan. Yes. It was a little kid who rolled down the ramp to, as a weapon. Like he just kind of <laughs> rolled and like, <laughs> like knocked Sonic everybody. The like, yeah, exactly. Like, like yeah. that's how. If I ever get large enough, that's that's my goal. Right. If you there. ever get Most large Catholics enough. say the rosary is their weapon. Father Ryan's like, no, no. I am the tubby weapon. My, <laughs> it's me. my my girth alone shall <laughs> go before with me. Oh by gosh. girth alone, I shall save you. That's I think that's heresy. So, uh, yeah. Uh, one thing that I didn't mention. I I've never told this to y'all until yesterday. Right, um, yeah. So I have had this idea for this Forte Catholic show for years and years and years. No one would let me do it until finally the people here at Red Sea finally just caved after me asking every other day for a year. They're like, shut, fine, shut up, do a show. And uh, I don't think you asked that often. It, was, it wasn't that often, I mean, I'm you're sure right, it, was it was very pestering. It, yes. was, it was once a month. <laughs> I am the persistent widow. That's, that's the scripture that I identify <laughs> with the most. That's how I think most. of you always. <laughs> <laughs> okay, anyway. So uh, I... S- Long story short, y'all, I think we're going to talk a little bit. I'm going to come on y'all's show too. We're doing yeah, a crossover exactly. just like great. the Arrow and Flash. And Flash. Mm-hmm. We'll share more of that there. So you kind of you know, a little tease. You have to go listen to their show too. Um, so <laughs> uh, I sat in a coffee shop and was this was maybe four years ago. So around probably around the time that you guys started. Probably. And I was brainstorming names for the show. I kind of knew what the show wanted to be, but I didn't start it until almost two years ago. Uh-huh. So for years I had the idea, and my number one name idea was Everyday Catholic. 
Mm-hmm. And I hadn't told y'all this until yesterday. Good I thing think we, that's a good great thing name. We, uh, good thing we bought the domain on that one. Yeah, you, you did. did. <laughs> yeah, Father Ryan scooped up stuff, and little did we know it was for, it was because of you, Taylor. <laughs> and, and now, Holy Spirit said no. And now we learn yesterday that uh, y'all beat me to it by about six months right. or so. Probably. So I had to go to, to my to my second choice, which is Forte Catholic, mm-hmm. and I, I think it fits. So I do too. Uh, yeah, I it agree. absolutely does. Uh, I didn't even know you guys. So then it's ironic that like I, no, I start yeah. listening to y'all's show and I move here and then I come and I end up doing my own show and then y'all don't like me so I don't come. I, I'm not invited <laughs> on your show. And then finally, when Father Ryan's about to move, you're like, okay, we'll, we'll let you come on. <laughs> so uh, you know that I didn't listen to the camping one. Right, yeah. Because of our disagreement I'm on- I'm still waiting for you to get to this other thing. Yeah. Here it is. Here it is. Okay. I've listened. Here's the deal with, with your show. About half of the topics are topics that I'm absolutely interested in. Like, I see the title, and I'm like, that's something I want to listen to. The other half are like, oh, I'm going to use this to expand my boundaries. Like I want to see, uh, like, like you don't know about that topic, like or you're like, I have no idea how this can relate to the faith. Like, um, it's a topic or, that I think that I typically don't care about. It's not something that's in my wheelhouse right, yeah. of things that I'm I am passionate about. Like so I'm gardens. Like, you found it. That's ah! the one. Oh wow! <laughs> yeah. One. So I, I look at this thing, and it pops up on my iPhone, and I'm like, oh. Gardens. Lame. Picture you like sitting in a garden. Like, why does this exist? I, didn't th- I thought Father. I knew he was an old spirit, but I didn't realize he was that old. You know, gardening. Like you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah so, gar- gardening is one of the examples of uh-huh. the shows that has uh, uh, helped me expand my boundaries. Um, I don't remember a lot of specifics from that. I was going to ask you. Yeah, I was like, but, it. but I do remember listening to it, and I, I, I remember at the end, I was like, oh. I didn't hate that. That was good. I, <laughs> I I, it worked. I, it worked. And Resounding <laughs> positive review. But I didn't hate that. I didn't hate that. That's actually, that's actually what my review of y'all's show on iTunes says. Oh, <laughs> I didn't hate that. I didn't hate that. Yep. No, so, but, but, Our one negative review. Yeah. It's you. I gave you five stars, but I said I didn't hate that. So, Speaking of reviews, here's what I don't understand. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I have a few reviews, not many. I'm not salty about it at all. No, not bitter. <laughs> Nothing. But all the ones that I have... Except one, our five stars. Right. Yeah. I have one three-star review. So do we. Which yep. I don't. I don't understand that. <laughs> like, I, I, don't, I just. I don't know if they woke up on the right side of the bed on that one. You know, like maybe <laughs> it's it's. I what, wanted what, to say. Why do people write review like that? Right, because it's just like if you don't, if I don't like a show. I'm probably not listening to it, but then it's like, then I'm definitely not going to review it. Like Delete. I'm not going to be that person. See, I'm the exact opposite. I'm going to go all in on somebody. If, I, if there's one star, <laughs> here's my, I never understood two stars and three stars. What does that even mean? Five stars means I absolutely well, love this I, show. I, Four I, stars means it's almost amazing. One star means I really don't like you. No, I think like sometimes they have a scale. Like Amazon, I think, has like a, this is great. This is subpar. Like they, they put, I don't know. I don't well, know if iTunes well, has that. Is it really a big surprise? Taylor has two volumes, off or on. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, there like, you go. <laughs> That's pretty good. Yes. That was good. That's, <laughs> I was going to say like, loud or soft, but there isn't a soft. <laughs> loud or, or not. On. Yeah. Very <laughs> proud of you. Very, that very was proud good. Of you. I mean, yeah, I'm like clapping. <laughs> That's a good one. Now that Father Ryan has ended our friendship, let's talk <laughs> about Okay, so uh, I've been fascinated by y'all's friendship, and I'm actually, I've been quite jealous of Alyssa for quite some time now, because uh, I've been friendly with many priests. There have been many priests that have been unfriendly with me, uh, but I've never been friends with a priest. And then I move here, and Alyssa's like, I'm hanging out with Father Ryan. I'm going to have a drink with Father Ryan. I'm going to do this radio show with Father Ryan. 
And I'm like, oh, I want a friend. You did tell me that. <laughs> you were like, hey, wait, you're there. friends with him? Like, what? Um, wait, yeah, wait. it was. Tell it me was how that sad. works. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so that's exactly <laughs> <Kind of>. my <laughs> question. Tell me how this works. How did this How did this strange friendship start? It is, it is a strange friendship. Um, we have two stories. Story. Well, I'll tell. No, okay, yeah. So we have two stories that we kind of go back to the origins. If, if, if this was, a, if we were the Marvel characters, story. we had a Marvel. There we go for this, our crossover. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. What's the origin of these two villains? Right, so... She tells a story. <laughs> I'm going to tell the story for her because she doesn't do this right. She oh, tells a story of okay. walking into uh, a conversation, <laughs> and I am like, I I'm a baby priest. I've been a little, priest little, for, little, yeah. Yeah, I've been a priest for about two months at this point of the story. It was like and, your first or second week at the parish. Yeah, basically. Good and I was, I was, I was out at a retreat center, and the kids were asking me questions, and these were uh, young adults, and I was just... <laughs> That's important. <laughs> I was answering, like, and it was theology of the body stuff, but I was being really, really blunt, oh, and good. just... Uh-huh. Uh, there was, and uh, she she walks in at a really awkward point in the conversation. I was setting stuff up, and I'm overhearing and, this. Is what's happening? Yes. And she's and and my summary of this is that she either thinks I'm like a Looney Tunes priest who has like just way too over the board, or I have like no pastoral bone in my body. Like I don't know how to deliver any information, and I'm like this raging was, jerk. No, it's probably more the first one where it's like, wow, this guy just got ordained, and like this is my first impression of him. And okay, what a, that. That's interesting. Never thought that would happen. Well, and one of my first impressions of her is, oh again, gosh. if she accuses me not having a pastoral bone in my body, one of my first is she just doesn't know, like, how to, salutations are proper they're, things. They're, they're moving their hands at each other. <laughs> yeah, I'm rolling my eyes. I'm like, ma, ma, ma. She's doing yeah. a lot of these air quotes. Mm. And uh, so, uh, she, I don't, it was a really, the way she ended the conversation and she was like, okay, bro. Or like, yeah, all right, like, bro. bro. And walked away. I honest, I don't remember this. We've talked about it many a time. I don't remember this. I believe it happened. I just really, I don't remember it. I, re- I believe that it happened because of how offended he was about it. <laughs> well, so no. it's like, well, clearly I must have I'm said offended. that. Yeah, kind of. Well, yeah. she just, I wasn't really offended. I was just like, oh, Oh, okay. All I mean, right. I think you were offended because I got a talking to about how that wasn't oh, wow. okay. You I talked to you like, about it later. Yeah. 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 Did you really? Oh, yes. yeah. See, well, so- at the point, she was employed by my parish and like she was an employee. <laughs> and so I was like, you're an employee. You can't. You, in public spaces during work hours you can't call me bro crazy. after work hours he would, he would say bro. like at all it was like those crazy youth ministers what do they know like I was like it's what? father yeah. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> so I like I, said, I gave her a look that like I guess probably I took off the, the paint of the room I missed it was, that it was something that was not charitable but like it was, <laughs> it was like excuse you it's father Ryan yeah it's not bro I went to school for 13 years for this exactly yeah. I didn't, yeah, I didn't I go to 13 years of school to be called evil from. doctor no it's uh-huh. father to you it's not father bro. Alyssa I'll go to confession where I won't be absolved from right now with you just to make you feel better my father father, <laughs> father Jared I, yes. I just have to confess that I too call have called a priest bro I was on the on the phone with uh, father Jared who had just moved here about a year ago and we're talking about something about a retreat that he's helping out with. And he's he's my age. And we're talking, having a normal conversation, talking about the retreat, talking sports, making fun of each other. You know, just like normal, actual people things. <laughs> and then we hang up and I'm like, all right, man, peace, bro. I'll talk to you later. I'm uh, father, uh, bro, uh, father. And I just hung up. I just didn't know what to do. So <laughs> I like hung up. And then away. he texted me just like question marks. And I was like. 
whatever, brother. <laughs> just just left it at that. So you're not the that only makes me one. Really I was happy. Tra- I didn't get a talking to though. We just laughed about it through text message and get text messages and gifts. So. Yeah, but we're still friends. Yeah. So that's a miracle. And then a, a, a show. So basically, a, a our show shows, butted out of this, right? Yeah, our show yeah. butted it out of antagonism. I did. Uh, not in like a mean way. It was just like, yeah. Well, I mean, basically, what happened? Father Ryan was approached about starting a show. Yeah, I was to asked which you to start were like, the show. no. I told them no. point blank no several and then times. Came around to the idea through prayer and through obedience. Mentors. Mentor, yeah. my my mentors basically said you need to do this. It's part of the new evangelization. Mm-hmm. They just wanted to get you out of the rectory. Go away. <laughs> go, go, go to the radio show. <laughs> Something like that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And so then you were thinking about. Yeah, so I, I thought about it, and I was like, well, I'm not going to do this. I can't do a show that is uh, what I called saccharine, like overly sweet and overly uh, just kind of disconnected. I'd seen a lot of uh, production from various outlets out there that were not what I considered honest. They weren't real people. They weren't. It wasn't just vulnerable enough for me. And I'm not saying we need to, like, dive into the dirt of everything, but we need to just say, like, okay, sometimes you have a bad day. Like, what does that mean in the faith? And so I wanted to have an honest Catholic show uh, that was uh, true to me. And and I knew I could only do that if someone would help pull me down and pop my ego and let me be a human on the show as well as as well as a priest. And so I needed somebody who had a rapport with, who was quick-witted and willing to make fun of me. And had a theological education, so someone that, that could, too. To, could that walk was a with minor me. thing. I think <laughs> <laughs> it was more like who can who can butt heads with me, and, and I we knew, can record that. And I knew that she had no problem poking fun at me, and that that would create friendship a good, Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so uh, I approached her, and uh, she took a while to agree to it. But yeah, well, I like to laugh about. And I tell people this and he disagrees, but it's still true about how I knew that he was going to ask me to help with it before he actually did. And that he was really willing to help out on. We did a retreat for some high school girls and he was like, hey, do you need any help with that? And I was like, it wasn't pretext. It really wasn't pretext. (laughs) And I was like, yeah, sure. You can come out to your confessions. Okay, cool. And so he comes to your confessions and he's like, hey, before before I leave, can we chat real quick? I was like, yeah, we're going to have the conversation about me helping with the show. And sure enough. We did. I just love think that your impression of Father Ryan is a very girly voice. That's his okay. impression of me, too. <laughs> okay. Yeah. All the female voices all, like, hi, how are you? They're all like that. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. yeah. So b- the show started out of both of you making fun of each other, this budding friendship of antagonism. Yeah. And neither of you wanted to do it, so you were both pretty swallowed much. by a whale, and then, fine, we'll go to the Nineveh. I mean, do this radio show together. You got yeah, it. pretty much. That's how it started. So one of my favorite things about y'all's show is that you, the whole point of it, the title of it, Everyday Catholics, bringing the Catholic faith into everyday life, which is how you do it with these uh, random topics like dogs and mm-hmm. random saints and camping, and which Jesus doesn't exist there, but we can argue about that later. Ooh, ah, ooh, ha, ha. Ooh, so what was like camping yeah. anyway? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> so uh, what, what you're doing, everything, even camping included and yeah. gardens. So uh, you're looking at all this stuff and you have these eyes that a lot of people would call a Catholic worldview. You're able right. to, to look at things and see, see the faith in in these other things. How do you build that? What is a Catholic worldview? I think for us, the Catholic worldview is just a simple admission that as as faithful Catholics, our our Catholicity, our faith is not some clothes that we put on. It's not something that we carry around with us at some times and other times not. Um, if you will, it's not putting on glasses. It's having uh, 
letting the Lord and His grace truly affect nature and change us for the better. So it's not some corrective thing. It's a transformative thing. It's a healing thing, mm-hmm. our faith, and that it heals our vision so that we see things every day, fresh and new and 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 changed for the better. Yeah. And I just like that grace allows us to go throughout every moment of our day and to find Christ in it. And it's, yeah, like you're saying, Brother Ryan, not something where it's like artificial. It's not forced. It's just, Lord, come and change me and transform me and help me encounter you in whatever you bring my way, whether that's uh, the song I listen to in the car on the way to work or the weather or people that I meet or random topics that come up on my Twitter feed, like right. whatever it is, it's where, how can I find Christ in this? Taylor, you were joking before the show. Uh, but I think it, you know, you pointed out like some bad weather, you know, encountering that. And, and for us in a Catholic worldview, because the Lord is truly something that we carry with us at all times, or we should, we look at that and say, there's something of God in this for me. There is something of God that he's trying to present himself to me. And he's then, washing away all my allergens. That's right, what whatever doing, whatever you know? it is. You know, there, there's praise a lesson God, in this. Praise you. <laughs> all the allergens. But, but really, amen. Yeah. <laughs> and all the people said amen. Yes. Right, so there's something of goodness in that. And now, even in the bad situations, it's not that you want to wipe away the pain. It's not that we want to walk away from the hard things. But we say, all right, Lord. I know you walked up Calvary. I know you didn't walk away from the bad things either. So how are you with me in this? How do you accompany me through this mm-hmm. this terrible situation? So our show, we don't walk away from hard situations. We do topics that are really, really hard hitting. And then we'll do other topics that are not hard hitting because some days you, you feel like a nut and sometimes you don't, you know, like, so there's you know, oh my gosh. Wow. The, the hardest hitting hep- episode of all the hardest thing in the entire world. Online dating, y'all tackled it with our leads, especially. <laughs> yeah, we did. did. For topics like this, for all, for be, we, being able to have this Catholic worldview, if you want to grow in that, go check out Everyday Catholics on any of your podcasting services. It also airs right here on Red Sea Radio. Follow them on Twitter and Instagram at Eday Catholics. Guys, thanks for coming on. This was a blast. Yeah, thank thanks, you, Taylor. All right, everybody. Well, this segment is going to be hard to top, but I'm going to try my best right whenever we return for our final segment of Forte Catholic for today. Go check out Everyday Catholics. We'll be right back. Hey, it's Taylor. Aren't you glad I'm not using voice modulation between these two segments? You're welcome, friends. Hey, I just wanted to stop and take a moment to tell you to go visit the website for all your Forte Catholic needs, F-O-R-T-E-Catholic.com. You can find old podcast episodes. You can find info on my music, on my speaking. You can find booking information. If you want me to come out to your parish or to ask an event or school, I would love to go check it out, F-O-R-T-E-Catholic.com, and enjoy the rest of the show. Welcome back to Forte Catholic Radio. It's your host, Taylor Stroll. Man, I hope you guys enjoyed listening to that time that I spent with the guy and gal from Everyday Catholics. That was a blast. Be sure to check their podcast out as well. They've got a new episode out on tacos. I just listened to it. It's one of the greatest things I think I have ever heard. Uh, Alyssa works with both Sam and I, and Sam, I want to 
uh, share a quote from their latest podcast that I don't think you've heard yet. They they were comparing tacos to okay. religious orders. Have you heard about this yet? No. Okay. Um, so our very own Alyssa Treader said, put a Benedictine monk in a sleeping bag and it's basically a burrito. <laughs> so for more like this, check out their tacos episode. It's probably the greatest episode they've ever made, except the one that I was on. Hashtag crossover event. So uh, <clears throat> tomorrow, if you're listening to this tomorrow. Uh, today, which none of you are. Tomorrow. Uh, yes, tomorrow, tomorrow. Uh, this week, you can check out. I th- We call it a crossover event because they come on my show. I come on their show. And that is releasing this week as well. So you can, uh, if you want, if you liked what you just heard, you can hear more. On their show, go check it out. Okay, <clears throat> Sam, when we left, mm-hmm. we were talking about Jesus and we were talking about lakes. Lakes, uh, yes. You did some research. And I did. As did I. What did, what did you find? Uh, I found that I was right. See, and I found that I was right. <laughs> we both, we both <laughs> compiled evidence that there are a lot of circle lakes, circular lakes, and there are a lot of lakes that definitely are not circular. Right. Okay, so... We're going to put it to the people, like any good democracy, although this isn't a democracy, I'm in charge. But uh, we're going to put it to the people, and we're going to ask them, when they think, how do we work? When they think of lakes, what shape do they think? Circle or literally anything else? <laughs> well, I think they should also go look at pictures, because that helped. Yeah, it's it's going to be hard, because we, we looked at pictures, about 50-50 were circular, and 50-50 were definitely not. Some were just some weird shapes. It, it wasn't even like... It really was. Like an oval. It wasn't even that. Yeah. It was just... It was just weird looking. Yeah. God was very creative. He's like, and right there. Yeah, that looks good. <laughs> God, when he was making lakes, he let baby Jesus design some of the Aww. lakes. And- he, he did some finger drawings. It's like, okay, that's Lake Superior. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty funny. It is funny. Do you see baby Jesus doing it? Because that's what I saw when you were oh, saying that. Oh, absolutely. That's I, I really cute. I definitely think Jesus, baby Jesus, was just like drawing on a globe. And God was like, all right, man, that's what the lick looks like. It's like the world is his fridge. Like he's putting it up on the fridge. And Aww. it's like. That's it's the like cutest thing that's ever been said lakes. on the show. <laughs> That's what just happened in my heart. That was beautiful. You know, you know, and then people have like the things on the back of their car. It's like my son's an A, a student. It's like my baby designed Lake Superior. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> That's what's on the back of Mary's camel. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody's like, "Where's Lake Superior?" It's in America. Don't worry about it. We haven't discovered it yet. <laughs> <laughs> One day. One day. Okay. Anyway, we were also talking about the Jesus. So let's get back into the conversation about Jesus. So where we left off was uh, this last weekend's mass reading, gospel reading. And then we were talking about, uh, we are getting to the feeding of the 5,000, okay? They were sitting in rows of 150. We argued about that for a while. So one of the key parts to this is that now they have tried, they have tried to get quiet time twice now. And I actually made the joke in our Bible study that, uh, see, like, it's hard for all of us because, Sam, I- I'm going to throw you under the bus, under the same bus that I'm going to throw myself under. Okay. Um, I don't struggle with the thou shall not kill uh, commandment. I don't believe you do either. I don't No, not, not particularly. Okay. But there's this one called honoring the Sabbath. I'm, <laughs> I, I, I'm very good at resting. I am not good at Sabbathing. 
<laughs> and there's a difference, okay? And uh, and Matt, our boss, was you know, and my mentor was joking with me. He's like, essentially, that's you know, I, I, I was talking to him. I was like, see, look, even Jesus tried to get some quiet time alone, and he couldn't because people kept asking him questions. That's what happens at work. That's what happens at home. I can't get any quiet time to go be with the Lord. People keep following me and asking me to do things, just like they're asking Jesus to multiply bread and feed them again for free. Like that's how my life feels and he mm-hmm. looked me dead in the eyes and he said well in that case you need to be better than jesus and i just threw my hands up in the air and i was like i give up if that's the caliber better than jesus mm. i'm never going to live up to those standards <laughs> okay so all that being said though i kept reading and i was like oh crap <laughs> here's the next piece of it then and i think this is both convicting and hilarious, which is pretty much how I would categorize my Catholic faith. <laughs> Convicting and hilarious. So just to briefly recap, Jesus tried to get some alone time with the apostles. People came and surrounded them, asking the, them Jesus to teach and to feed them 5,000 people for free. Then they got in a boat, tried to go to the other side of the lake. And the people followed them and got there before them somehow. They all must have been running. <laughs> it's very, very odd to me. Like Just picturing that entire scene is very hilarious. And then Jesus got real smart. Sam, you know what he does next? What does he do next? Oh, you're actually asking me what he does next. Well, he tells them, like the, the, uh, the, Pete, the apostles, right, to get on the boat again. Yeah, so here's the deal. Jesus is like, okay, they figured this out. They keep following us. <laughs> And then we all got in the boat and they followed us. So I'm going to create a diversion. Right. Apostles, you guys get in the boat. I'm going to go have to a load time to pray. So first of all, he gave up on the apostles. That's what I was thinking. I was like, who did he really want to get away from? Was it the people or was it the apostles? See, at, at first it was definitely the people because he wanted his apostles to have the quiet time with him. He's like, no, y'all go in the boat. I'm going to go have my, my quiet time because everyone is driving me crazy and asking me for free bread. Hmm. Hashtag gluten. Okay, so <laughs> he made the disciples get in the boat and proceed them to the other side, which is, okay, to the other side of the lake. So, Sam, where did they start? They started on that side they of the lake. They started on that side of the lake, and then they go to this side of the lake. He's like, y'all go back to the other side. It just and So there's just all these people migrating back and forth on the side of this non-circular <laughs> lake, apparently. What and, if the people thought there was like a parade happening? And someone just like set up a lawn chair and watched these people go back and forth. This was the first time that there were um, peop- onlookers from afar that looked around and said, wow, those Christ followers are really weird. <laughs> <laughs> and it's been happening every day since. Okay. So Jesus, he had taken leave of them and finally went off to the mountain to pray. And it's like, okay, so here's the conviction. Jesus tried. It didn't work. Jesus tried again. It didn't work. Jesus was so persistent in getting that alone time that he created a diversion. (laughs) That's what it came to, so that he could have his alone time to pray with God. Like, that was convicting for me as somebody who struggles with, like, I can rest, I can play video games, I can watch Netflix, but this Sabbath thing and resting in the Lord and uh, when I'm feeling down, when I'm feeling sick, like I currently am, my initial instinct is just to rest. It's not to rest in the Lord. And there's a difference. And like there's there's a place for rest. There's a place for me watching Netflix. There's a place, especially when I'm feeling sick as I have been these last couple of weeks. Um, there's a place for that, for the video games, for the Netflix, for whatever. 
but I can't use being sick as an excuse to not pray for three days or whatever, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Like that's what was convicting for me. <clears throat> and then right after the conviction, went right back to the hilarious. Are you ready for this? Okay. Yes. Uh, he went off to the mountain to pray. When it was evening, the boat was out far on the sea and he was alone on the shore. They saw him. Uh, then he saw they were tossed about while rowing for the wind was against them. So not, he got his quiet time. They're out on the lake like <laughs> with tossing waves. They can't get anywhere. In the fourth watch of the night, which is very, very early, he came toward them walking on the sea. He meant to pass by them, blah, blah, blah. You've heard the walking on water story. But did you ever notice that it's in the context of it literally took Jesus walking on water, a miracle for him to get a load time. I thought that was the greatest like succession of events I've ever noticed in the Bible. Take courage. It's, it's uh, Do not be afraid. And they got in the boat. The wind died down. They were all astonished. Uh, they did not understand the incident of the loaves. On the contrary, their hearts were hardened. It's like, whoa, wait, wait, wait. What does that mean? Okay. To understand what that means, Sam, mm-hmm. we have to move on to Mark chapter 8 which is hilarious. A lot of people don't know that not only is the feeding of the 5,000 in all four Gospels, mm-hmm. but in two of the Gospels, there are two feeding stories, a feeding of the 5,000, the feeding of the 4,000. Okay? Two chapters later, all that cha- happened in, that we just went through today was in Mark chapter 8, 6. In Mark chapter 8, mm-hmm. there's another feeding. Three days later, okay, Sam? Mm-hmm. Do you remember what you did three days later? Three days ago, I mean. I don't even. What's today? I don't even know what three days ago was. Uh, it was Sunday. Sunday. Uh, yeah. Yeah. We. I, I remember I, when I, I did I, Sunday. Okay. So most of us can recall what we did three days ago. Yeah. So this happens again, and you're going to hear some familiar words. Okay. <clears throat> My heart is moved with pity for the crowd because they have been with me for three days and have nothing to eat. If I send them the way hungry, they'll collapse on the way. How considerate, Jesus. Okay. Then his disciples answered him. <laughs> One of the greatest things of all time. Where can anyone get enough bread to satisfy them in this deserted place? Um, apostles? Maybe Jesus, because this literally happened three days ago. What? He asked them, how many loaves do you have? Seven, they replied. He ordered the crowd to sit down on the ground. Uh, apparently, they forgot how to sit in rows. Then taking the seven loaves, he gave thanks, broke them, gave his disciples to distribute. They also had a few fish, of course. He said the blessing. They're all satisfied. They picked up seven baskets. Sam, do you remember how many baskets were left over in the last story? Nope. Twelve. It was twelve, Samantha. Twelve. Okay. So this next thing really stumped me one day when I was sitting in college. I was reading this story, and it said uh, Jesus comes up to the apostles. They had forgotten bread, which is hilarious because they had extra. They left it on the shore, I guess. Watch out. Uh, Well, let's skip that part. You can read more of it there, but... Do you have eyes that uh, and not see, ears and don't hear, and you do not remember? Jesus is making fun of them for not remembering. How many wicker baskets did you pick up the first time? Twelve. How many did you pick up the second time? Seven. It's because on these opposite sides of the lake, one was the Jewish, uh, Jewish side, one was the Gentile side. And Jesus came, yes, to fulfill the Old Testament, to come for the twelve, the twelve tribes of Israel. But seven is the number of completion. He has come for everybody, came for the Gentiles, just like you and me, unless I have some Jewish listeners I don't know about. So today was a great day. Thank you for tuning in to Forte Catholic. We'll be back next week with Father Goyo. Yes, the man from Twitter. It's been a great show. Love you guys. See ya! See ya!